This is love. And we're going to take this as a theme this morning. I want to say just something quickly, just about that love. You know, it's great to be reminded from our children about love and uh, loving them. A challenge. You know, Jesus challenged people. It's not wrong to have a challenge, is it? And he, he did challenge it. Not that he's put it in the uh, form of a dare, but dare we love? Uh, dare we have the courage to love as Jesus loved? Um, can I just, a, a verse that's really struck me, it's found, it, it's not going to come up on the screen, but it's, it, this is another verse we'll look at. But it's, um, yeah, it's um, 1 John 3. Not, it's not on the screen at the moment, but it says, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for others. What is love? This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for others. Do you know, in in 2012, it's a few years ago, but Google search, the highest Google search in the world on what is, in 2012, was what is love. Throughout the whole world, one of the highest searches on Google went into millions and millions. And so what is this love? That Jesus laid down his life for us. Uh, even when we turned our backs to him. And he wants us to lay down our lives for others, for him and others. And so can we dare uh, this morning, with just these couple of minutes, to be challenged to love like Jesus? This takes great courage because he gave a huge challenge. Do we dare? Dare we love like Jesus Christ? You know, it was great to see the clip from the beginning. This is the night. It's the bell or not. It's a beautiful night when everything's going well. The circumstance is right. We're loved. Everyone loves us. The work's going well. I've got money in my pocket. The evening's just beautiful. The food is just right. You know, I'm with the person we've got. We're getting on so good. It's it's. It's great. It sounds great. But Jesus said, um, even in difficult circumstance, we are still to love. And dare we have the courage to, to uh, love. And uh, I, the, the, the thing is this, is to grow by loving God first. In Luke 10, verse 27, this is what he said. This is what Jesus said. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, with all your strength and all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. In other words, we get strength and power first from God as we love him with everything so that we can love as he loved. You know, Jesus said some very challenging things. I find this the greatest challenge. He said, love those that curse you. Love those that don't like you. Love those that hate you. That means try to forgive them. Look out to reach out to them. Don't turn your back on them. He said, what, on another occasion, he said, what profit is it if you love those that love you? Anyone can do that. But what about those that don't like you, that don't agree with you, don't see your point of view? We're living in a world, we're supposed to live in a free society, but if you have a different point of view, everyone wants to close you down today. And there is something, and that's a challenge, isn't it? That's a dare. That's a real, takes great courage. How do you love those that hate you, that don't like me, that disagree with me, that want to do harm to me? Jesus is talking about praying for them, seeking their good. You might not have to lie on the floor and let someone trample you, but he's basically saying about preferring them, seeking to forgive. Well, that can only come. That type of strength and courage, that challenge, it comes from this. The Luke 10, 27 dare. Dare we? Do we have the courage today to take up this challenge, to take this up, to really take it up, pick it up? Jesus said, if you're going to follow me, you've got to pick something up. It's called a cross. Pick it up and follow me. Well, this is one of the things to pick up just for today, perhaps, and every day. It's this, Luke 10, 27. 
You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind. And then, and love your neighbor as yourself. We take fuel and strength and encouragement as we love God first. You know, this morning as we're worshiping and I'm turning my heart to God, in all the songs that we sing, it's focusing on him, focusing on his love, giving him my heart, giving him my life. I'm saying, I need you, I love you. As I do that, the strength, the power of the Holy Spirit, the grace of God is released in my heart and life. It is a challenge, but that's how we're going to do it, folks. This morning, as we uh, seek to love God with everything we've got, we, uh, to give him our lives. Maybe you're here this morning and you're not in that place where you've said to God, I want to give you my life. It's not just believing in God. It's not just believing in the Bible or reading the Bible, but it's giving your heart and life over to him. Saying, forgive me for living for myself. That is sin. I want to live for you. And so I repent. I turn around my life. I want to now live for you. That's to become a Christian. Maybe you're here this morning. You need to become a Christian. You need to give your heart to him. Some of us, it's a challenge. This is a massive challenge to let go, to release, to forgive, to begin to pray for those that hate us. But it comes as we love him first. And so it's to... Grow by loving God first. Dare we? Have we the courage? Courage comes and strength comes as we love him. And he fills us with a grace. He fills us with his supernatural power of forgiveness, which then comes out in our hearts and lives that we're able to love those around us. See them as God sees them. Have a heart for them as God has a heart for them. You know, um, on Tuesday evening, the Christian Institute was sharing about the different things that are coming on our nation, where government is seeking to make different laws uh, that will shape, really shake the very fabric and foundation of the nation. And they talked about the, uh, the case that has been on TV, the Ashes, uh, the um, Christian cake business in Northern Ireland. And uh, the, the family had four years of hell as they sought to fight a, a case in court. Four years their lives on hold. And yet that, as they won the case and the Christian Institute sponsored this family and, and it's, it's made groundbreaking freedom of expression in, you know, in our nation. It, it set a precedent actually, which is quite spectacular. The family came out and it's public, it's been on national TV, said that we have no animosity and they mentioned the person that brought the case. You are still welcome in our cake shop. You know, four, and they've had four years of a hellish circumstance of their livelihoods and being pilloried um, in, in court. As we love him, he loves us more. You know, you'll see too, I love you. No, I love you more. I love you. No, I love you more. No, I love you. I love you more. With God, he loves us more. He really does. And to be filled with that love does something amazing in our lives. It sets us free. It will set you free. So should we take up this challenge? Do we dare do we dare to have courage to say, I love you. I love you more. He will love us more. And then we will release a flow, a river of grace, of love, of mercy to those around us. You know, we're going to take communion this morning. This is the greatest love. This is how we know what love is, that he laid down his life for us so that we may lay down our lives, not only for him, but for those around us. This is how we know what love is. Uh, Pastor Andrew's going to come in a moment or two and uh, he, he'll share, but let's just look at this as we come to communion and look upon his love. Sometimes you don't feel very loved. 
even though you know God does because love is more than a feeling. It is an act of the will. And still, other times, you don't feel very loving. The ups and downs of emotions, an ocean of feelings. Again, what is a Christian to do? Through a mind where Christ thinks, his spirit does speak. The Greek word for love you need indeed. Agape love is power-filled, Christ-filled, the most sacrificial type of love. He gave his life. It is finished. He said and shed blood for you and for me. Sadly, the world confuses love with lust. Set aside your own desires, fires of lust. Just confess and repent. Present yourself and God will forgive. God so loved. He didn't take. No, he gave and will continue to do so eternally for humanity. Giving love abundantly and unconditionally. The question is, are you Ready to receive it. We're going to uh, come together and take communion as a church. And um, in the early church, they had something they called the love feast. And at the love feast for the early church, it was a point of gathering together in fellowship and an expression of brotherly love. And they'd feed one another, they'd encourage one another, they'd get together. And it'd be about being together and understanding that brotherly love. But in the centre of this love feast was also, uh, they took communion. And that is the ultimate expression that we can ever understand, that demonstration of, of love through Jesus Christ dying on the cross for each one of us. And as Adrian shared, love can be portrayed in all sorts of ways and fuzzy feelings and roses and meals and things. But really when for us to understand what true love is, as Adrian's already expressed, God really, really wanted us to understand the importance of what true love was. And there he recorded it in John, uh, 1 John chapter 4. Let me remind you what it says. He wanted us to have no doubts what true love is really all about. And as the early church gathered in brotherly love at the love feast and they took communion, they were themselves reminding them of this powerful truth. This is, this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. This is love. And communion is all about remembering that extent of Jesus' incredible love for us. It's about reminding ourselves of that brotherly and sisterly love that we can share with one another. It's about focusing our attention on Jesus and expressing our love in remembrance of all that he's done for us. So this morning we have that opportunity ourselves as we take communion to remember this love what love truly is through that expression of love on the cross we have that opportunity to also receive this morning of that incredible love that was demonstrated for us on the cross so let's just take a moment in our own hearts Paul said about examining our own hearts but Let's take that moment to examine, to remember, but also to receive that incredible, powerful, life-transforming, reassuring, secure love 
that we saw demonstrated through Jesus Christ dying for us on the cross. Father, we just thank you for this opportunity, this time that we've got together this morning and in a world what points to what love is or what love could be that expresses itself in all sorts of kinds of ways and some of those ways are far from what love truly is. Father, in all of that, we just say thank you that this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Thank you, Father, that this is love. This is the love that envelops our hearts this morning. This is the love that we can receive for our own hearts and lives. This is the transforming love that you have given to us. This is a true love that breaks down everything, every other preconception of what love is. This is love. And we just come with grateful hearts this morning. In your name, amen.